listeners, welcome back to Two Peas in a Podcast, starring Mr. Cologne and Mrs. Harrison. This week, Mrs. Harrison was on a trip visiting other visitation schools, and so we have a special guest host, Mrs. McMullen. This week, we welcome guest facilities manager, Mr. Renz. Be sure to keep listening if you want to hear funny stories from his time in Viz and how he plays a role in the big snow day decisions. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everyone, to our next episode of Two Peas in a Podcast. We are down to one P today. Uh, Mrs. Harrison is up visiting some other visitation schools in Minnesota. So we are very pleased to have Mrs. Barb McMullen here. Welcome, Barb. Thank you. High Happy to pr- be here. Barb is our high school principal and is here to, to, to join us in welcoming Mr. Tim Renz. Good morning. Thank you. Um, it's good to see you, Tim. We're going to talk a little bit about, first of all, just kind of your job. You have a title. It's facilities manager. I do. That's an important, I don't know if people understand what that is and what it does, but this is really an important part of Visitation Academy, and we felt it was really important just to have you here and tell you a little bit about yourself. I appreciate it. So just quickly, tell us, before we even get into any questions about what you do, tell us about yourself. So um, I am married, uh, two kids, Emma and Bryce. Uh, Bryce is in sixth grade. Emma is a freshman at Francis Howell North High School. You know, I, I enjoy golf and coaching club soccer. Those are my two passions, and that usually, between my kids' sports and what I do, that usually fills up my week pretty quick when I'm not here. So. And so when you are here, what's your, because what does facilities manager mean? So facility manager, so what we are responsible for are the building, the grounds, um, you know, any of the equipment in the uh, building, the kitchen staff, uh, the cleaning crew, the, the kitchen itself. Uh, so anything that pretty much keeps this building running, the heating, the air conditioning, the electrical, the plumbing, just anything that anything that you can add. It, it is probably one of the widest areas in a title that the school has, for sure. So what would a typical day look like for you? Or uh, is so, there typical? Um, <laughs> that's probably... No, there is no typical day, as, as you know. Um, so I usually get in here around 6.15, 6.30, and uh, I usually get emails in the evening uh, that kind of dictate how my day is going to start. Um, you know, it could be anything from someone saying that something wasn't cleaned in their room uh, appropriately that we need to take care of, or there could be setups or an event or something that we have to set up right away, or it could be possibly even a pipe busted overnight, or maybe I was here in the middle of the night because the alarm went off. So there's always, the one thing I can always say is I never know what to expect every day when I come in this building. So that's kind of the fun, challenging part of it. Obviously, when we're talking about anything with water and fire, that's a problem. But usually there's constant setups that need to be done or something constantly needs to be repaired. So that's usually kind of what dictates how our day is going to go. So So one of the most important parts, I think, from a student perspective is about snow days. Oh, yeah. That is right. That is something I think that the young people care a lot about in there. And you play a very instrumental role we do. In kind of when it snows, what's going on here? Sure. So when it snows, it's, yeah, it, it consumes you because you're constantly watching the weather, you know, to see what, you know, what's going to happen. And can you always believe the weatherman? No, you can't. So a lot of times it's just sit and wait and see what happens. I know 
for us, it's been good this year that all the snow days have been on the weekend, so it's easier for us to clear. My thought process in it is if I don't that's have... That's not so great for the kids. Well, that's right. Yeah, the kids, yeah, the, the, Monday of blizzards. Not. Yeah, and sometimes I get blamed for how come you had it snow on the weekend, you know? So I'm like, well, you know. It's a good question. That's right. Mother Nature doesn't care for faculty. So, but what, how that usually goes is we sit around and wait, you know, to see what happens. So the snow, making that call, as Barb knows too, is probably, and you, you know, is, is one of the hardest decisions to make, whether to have school or not to have school. The way I've always looked at it is if, if I don't have the lot clear and ready to go the next day, I didn't do my job. Okay. Everybody else in the building <laughs> thinks the opposite way. Just, oh, let it go and, and do whatever you have time. <laughs> So the way that usually happens is we do have an outside service that helps us with the parking lot. Our responsibility is to get the sidewalks clear, kind of the main drive coming in clear. Fred has a tractor that he clears the sidewalks. Mark does some hand shoveling, and then I have a larger tractor that I jump on, and I help clear the main lot you know, to get that ready and direct those guys and the outside company to get the lot clear. So It's a lot know, of work. It is a lot of work. It's between... back-breaking work to go yeah. making that lot clear. It is, and uh, you know, loading the salt hopper full of salt and then dropping the salt you know pre-salting and then plowing and then salt you know yes it is a lot of work it's actually fun the first couple times to get out there and do that but after a few snows it, it does get old rather quick especially when you don't have the proper equipment to really keep up with as big as this lot is and I don't want to hijack the meeting or our podcast to talk about snow days but I think you know, it's interesting because as we look at the snow days right there's the safety of the campus correct that's number one and then the other, you know, the safety of the kids in this, and you know, Barb, I know that's an important part of what you do as well. You have this little secret network of high school principals. We actually are on a group me that we kind of all sort of have conversations about who's going to sort of decide to close first. I would say I'm going to be prejudiced, but the girls' schools are always ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. I think you know we have to worry about you're 16 years old and you're driving in the snow for the first time. Um, so I think that's one of our major considerations and then we work with you to kind of figure out you know what's the lot going to look like when they get here yeah. I feel like this year we've done a really good job about a lot of times it's just guessing and we've guessed Absolutely. right so yeah and it's hard too because sometimes it's snowing hard here but it might not be in another district you know other districts have buses that they're trying to get running we don't have to worry about that but right. we do have to worry about the girls driving in their own cars too. so we have there's just a lot to to think about when you're making that decision so and it takes an army as and the all. morning of it's it's i mean even the night before we, we spend a lot of time we do in communication talking about sure. that it's it you know whatever decision we make and i know the kids want the school closed yeah. all the time but some of the parents are on the opposite side of that fence right. and so but I, our primary concern as you said is is the safety of the yeah. kids and then you got to worry about drivers sure and you have to worry about refreezing after everything is clear so it's just you're constantly on top of it and thinking about it so well thanks for being patient for that little oh, yeah. snow day side sure side part of track. the job yeah no i know it's part of the job so other than you know this year i mean in the past two years we have not been off at all correct for snow which is pretty unusual it has but this been year nice. has been more crazy but as far as like what what do you see as the most difficult part of your job uh the most difficult part of the job is not knowing what's inside these walls and above the building. Like if I could see every pipe in the building and see you know, inside all the walls, it would make me feel better. But at any point in time, a pipe could break in this building. So a pipe break, um, 
you know, water main break and fire. Those are my two biggest concerns here. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we have here that's from 1962, from when it was built. So at any time, something could burst, something could catch fire. So it's just trying to stay on top of that stuff every day and searching different areas as a school. So I guess the, the hardest part of the job is the unknown. What about the best part of your job? Well, the best part is just the people that I work with. I mean, absolutely. I get to, one thing about me is I'm everywhere, so I get to see everybody, whether it's, you know, faculty, staff, you know, even interacting with the students and, and a lot of parents. I interact with a lot of the parents because we're setting up stuff for Mother's uh, Club and Father's Club. Uh, you know, it could be board of directors, but I just think everybody in this building is approachable and it's just really nice to be able to just be able to interact with all these different sorts of people at any time and uh, it, it's just it's very enjoyable to me. So you do see every aspect of this campus, every, aspect. every person in here. So do you have any favorite stories to share about that? Like what's something crazy that's happened on the job? Um, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me is that Sister Mary Grace called me and told me that there was a chipmunk in the building. Uh, <laughs> so of course we always get mice or we, you know, we'll, you know, get maybe a small creature here or there. So I went upstairs and the front office of the monastery, there was a chipmunk inside there. She had gotten the door closed. And of course I thought, how in the world am I gonna get rid of this chipmunk? So I opened the door and I went inside with a box and I never realized how fast chipmunks are until you're in a 10 by 10 room with them. So as I'm in there trying to catch this chipmunk, Sister Mary Grace comes into the room with me and I'm like, sister, with all due respect, what are you doing in here with me? You know, I'm trying to catch a chipmunk. So her and I, of course, after a few minutes of freaking out, we actually caught the chipmunk. We were able to box it up, take it outside and take it out. And to this day, we laugh hysterically at that. You know, I was more freaking out that she came in with me because now I have a chipmunk to worry about and sister seemed to be a little frightened of the chipmunk so I had her to deal with also but anyway to this day that's probably one of the funniest things that I've ever have ever come across so but there's a lot of animals I've you know I've encountered raccoons in the dumpster when I've lifted the sure. lid there's been raccoons there there was a six-foot snake out by the garage that was just kind of sitting out there waiting for us we've had deer and coyote uh, you know all over the back soccer field so you really never know what you're gonna approach at times when you go outside so uh, you got to be uh, you got to be diligent when it comes to that so that's so only one snake sighting yeah that's, that's good... the only one I've seen and luckily he was on the concrete or on the uh, asphalt right in front of the garage so he was easy to spot but yeah so far so good because that's always a freaky one. Oh, I worked yeah. in a place where the the main administrative building was infested with snakes is too it's too strong a word but there were a bunch of snakes yeah I'm not a fan of snakes in the that's building for sure. they keep away rats they do so we might have had a massive rat problem. Thank you, yeah. snakes. I just want to go on the record as thanking snakes. It's funny. So, Tim, based on, you know, your experience here, obviously, you know, we, we talk about a lot of saints, St. Saint Francis, St. Saint Jane. Do you have any particular saint, saint that you're most fond of? My favorite saint has always been St. Christopher. Now, there's a, I've heard since I've started working here that there's a little backstory about St. Christopher. The reason that is is because working 15 years in construction, I always felt that St. Christopher was the patron saint of safety and that maybe St. Christopher looked out for us. There's many, many jobs that I was on that were extremely dangerous and just maybe having faith in St. Christopher made me feel better. There was a lot of guys that I work with that wore St. Christopher pendants around their neck because that maybe made them feel a little bit safer. 
But I have heard some things that maybe St. Christopher isn't really recognized as a saint. So that might bring something to future conversation, you know, that, uh, that I've learned since I've been here. But as far as right now, that's, uh, that's my favorite saint because I feel like he watches over me in difficult and, uh, you know, less safe environments. So I just one last question. Can you talk a little about your team? Because there's a whole team that made, and you there talked is. about that earlier. Just sure, sure, team. So I've got Fred Vote, who's been here for a year or two more than me. Um, Fred is fantastic at you know electrical and uh, and some other carpentry stuff as as among. Uh, as well as setups. We do a tremendous amount of setups. Fred had 25 years in the Normandy School District, so he brings here a lot of, he, I think he's been through a lot of those situations and, and really knows how to uh, make changes if we need to. There's also Mark Camp, who um, had a background in HVAC, which tends you know, to help us here with the HVAC factor. Uh, and Mark is, you know, is learning the ropes as far as, you know, setups and, and, you know, learning our building. He's the newer of the two. And uh, I just think that those two complement each other with me very well. And that's why I think we're a well-oiled machine. And uh, I think any task that is put to us, you know, we, I, I've really tried to reduce how much money we spend outside of the school and doing things ourselves. And I know I've accomplished that. And uh, I look forward to doing more of that in the future. Well, you know, I would just say one of the things that's impressed me about that whole team is how seamlessly that happens. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so well done. And you all are such an important part of this community in terms of what you do for the school. And it's one of those things where I don't think people walk down the halls and think, oh, look at the HVAC on that. But that's really an important part because, right, when, when, you know, when we're cool in the summer and we're warm in the winter and things yep. are clean and well-maintained on there, it's like you almost don't notice it until it until you don't have it and I think Correct. but to me it's so important for us if we're going to sort of truly kind of live Jesus and live in terms of the values of the school is that all of us recognize and appreciate that and I think that's why sort of sure. having you here is so important because this is an essential part and I, I think all all of you all are really kind of teachers in mm -hmm. this school it might be in a different classroom in a different way but that's really important so I think it was great for you to come out Mrs. McMullen any concluding thoughts I just think one of the things I've been most impressed with is for all of you, you know, Mark, Freddie, and Tim, it's just the, that you're very, very professional. It's like we know yes. that people stop you every minute of every day just to kind of do some random sort of crazy things. And then the other thing is really the inside of the building things that they look like they've been done by an outside contractor. Yes. So let's sure. say the rooms that, you know, were just built, you know, off-campus ministry, taking out the brick walls and putting in windows and things like that. Those are things that, in the time that I've not been here, they've always been contracted out. Yeah. And, I, and Mark, I'll just say, is he is just phenomenal with the drywall and the taping. It's mm -hmm. like, yep. that's a definite And any way we can save money, then we can use that money to other you know, things to help the girls out in their learning. So, I mean, that's the that's the experience that I bring here, that we don't have to hire out all these people. We can yeah. do it ourselves, and it saves a tremendous amount of money. And, you know, I've always... And, you know, instilled in those two guys to treat people like you want to be treated. And so, of course, professionalism is number one. And, uh, you know, we enjoy doing things here. It does get hectic at times, believe me. It really it really does. But, you know. Spring's going to get super hectic. Is it, it is. May? Graduation, is... yeah. And then summer again. So we'll be pedal to the metal from here on out. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, thank you for having Thank me. you. Thank you, Barb. Thank so, you. That's it for Two Peas in a Podcast. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.